you have anything else you want to add to this? I don't know. Don't date actors. <laughs> <laughs> that is my policy moving forward, I think. I don't Welcome back to Dear Shandy. Hello, Andy. Hello. How are you today? Doing well. Doing well. Yes. That might be because it's our first caller day back. It is. After taking a break from callers. Yeah. I'm, I love caller day, but I'm also a little like... Yeah, a little out of practice. Yeah, I'm a little nervous. Yeah. But we have a lovely caller today who will hopefully go easy on us. We are joined today by Michelle. Michelle, thank you so much for joining us. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. Do you mind giving us your age, your city or region, whatever you're comfortable sharing? And if there is a partner in question or someone in question, their age as well, and your story, please. I am 26 years old and I live in Austin, Texas. Um, the people in question, it's not one person, it's kind of multiple people are all about my age. So like 24 through 26. So my story is a little bit of a different one compared to kind of the usual relationship questions, because it's about my friends. The question I have is going to be highlighted by two specific scenarios. So a little bit of a background on me. I grew up in Austin. I'm typically have a history of being in long-term relationships that are like long distance. So I went throughout college and also through grad school, being in a long-term, long-distance relationship where I got to develop a lot of my own hobbies and friend circles and like discover myself. So even though I've been in a relationship, I kind of had the time and energy of a single person, if you mm -hmm. will. Yeah. So I, uh, before you continue, I just have to say that really is a perk of being in a long distance relationship that I think does not get enough credit. Yeah. You get the best of both worlds. Yeah. Like you, yes. Also the worst of both worlds. <laughs> it is. You do suffer a lot of, you know, missing and longing, but I also think like, look at your perfect example. Yeah. You get to cultivate your own life Absolutely. separately. You get coffee posters. And actually, before, sorry. <laughs> also, uh, Andy and I joke that we, when we're apart is when we get stuff done. Yeah. Anyway, that was quite yeah. the tangent. So, sorry, please continue, Michelle. And that's actually one of the reasons why I wanted to ask you guys this question, because I feel like you guys spend a lot of time apart, but also together. So I recently just moved back to Austin, now in the same city as my partner. But sometimes the recent years, I've noticed that as my friends partner up, they start to invite their partners to a lot of the things that we do. So two of the scenarios that I have as examples is, one is I have a friend group who is four girls and we all have historically have these girls nights where we hang out and like talk and do fun stuff for the girls. And historically, we've never invited our partners to this because we've always had boyfriends and I never invited my boyfriend. And the recent year, two of them started dating girls having serious relationships with girls. <laughs> and now the girls' nights is no longer a safe place mm. for no partners. <laughs> now they've they've started inviting some of their, uh, their partners to some of our girls' nights. And it's really changed the dynamic of our hangouts. Mm -hmm. Even though I really like their girlfriends, it's just different. And for example, one of them in the beginning, especially they would get in a lot of disagreements with their partners and it would just kind of detract from the whole social energy of the group. And the other one would be more concerned about her partner having a fun time in the group with the friends than kind of hang out with us. So over time, this kind of just made the, the girls nights, not really quality time for me. Mm -hmm. And I still don't invite my boyfriend to any of these. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of this like mismatch that I feel annoyed about. Yeah. 
No, I I don't blame you, and I 100% know what you're talking about. There's got to be respect for girls and boys' night. Well, yeah, but I I, I think what we're learning is that it's a misnomer because if the partner in question is a girl, it doesn't matter. It still changes the dynamic. It's a figurative statement. I know it's girls and girls, but it doesn't matter. It's really the element that that, that messes up a girls' or boys' night is the fact that outsiders are coming in. Yes. It doesn't really matter. And particularly outsiders who are in a relationship with someone. That's not, come on, that's no bueno. (laughs) I do a boys' night a legendary boys night and once in a while once in a while we allow a a spouse or girlfriend to attend and it's perfectly fine but we're all alerted we're like is this going to be okay and everyone's like all right let's we're fine you know it's 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 checked with the committee and usually it's it's totally fine because we're prepared for it and it's once in a while but if it happened every single time and someone didn't even ask it was just a given it would ruin the dynamic to the point where i think we would just disband boys night Oh, I didn't know that spouses were welcome to come to boys' night. Uh oh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No. Um, no. So no, they they are not. They're not. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sorry, Michelle. So that was scenario. I mean, scenario. One. Yeah, it's a general recurring scenario. Yes. Okay, number two. Recurring scenario. And then the second scenario is a specific scenario that happened around my birthday. So my birthday was in September and I was having a small get together with seven people having like a dinner and game night. And I invited mostly my classmates and I started a group chat that had all the people I wanted to invite. And in the group chat, I also mentioned two of the girls, Hey, feel free to bring blank, like their boyfriend or their husband because I really liked their husband and also the other one, I was actually friends with a boyfriend. Little did I know, I forgot that I included the girl, this one girl who was a really close friend of mine and I didn't include her boyfriend and I didn't say that she could invite him because <laughs> this boyfriend, like I know him, but we're not really close in the friend kind of way, nor do I really desire to be friends with him in that way. You don't like and him. S- <laughs> yeah, she's nice. <laughs> she's tiptoeing around Austin. that story. You don't like him. Yeah. It's okay. We're saying it for you. Continue. Okay. okay. Yeah. And so I didn't invite him, but I wasn't doing it on purpose to exclude him. It just kind of slipped my mind that he was there. And she texted me individually and asked if she could invite her boyfriend. And Which honestly I, is uh, reasonable on her part. Yeah. It is. It is. It. I mean, no, but also it was reasonable of her to be like, since all these other people are inviting their, like you made a point of saying that they can bring them. Yeah. I mean, I assume she doesn't know you don't like them. (laughs) Yes. And this is the difficult part because I didn't want to purposely exclude him. If I said no, it would be no, you cannot bring him. But if I said yes, then he would come to my birthday party and I didn't really want him to come. Uh, but I didn't want to have that fight with her. It was just wasn't worth it for me to have that conversation in that moment. So I ended up saying yes. Also, out of the benefit of the doubt that maybe he wanted to celebrate my birthday with me. Maybe this is like him reaching out to be a friend or something. I don't know. Uh, but at my birthday party, he was just like on Same his phone old. watching a soccer game. Okay. And I was annoyed. And I was like, wow, I, I wish I didn't let you come. Uh. And so these two kind of scenarios kind of highlight my question. And specifically the the birthday, because I feel like there's some events that really are for the host and they invite who they want, not mm-hmm. necessarily open to bring a plus one. And I think the birthday is one of them. I don't know. I don't know. But that's kind of my question for that one. And okay. the question, if I had to distill. Is, she knows. She's a listener. She's a true Shandy. She knows what I'm going to ask. Mm-hmm. Is 
is accepting that friends partners will be a part of social circles just a given and inevitable as we age as everyone couples up and yes. am i being too naive to expect differently mm, i mean I'm naive is not the right word i think a little idealistic I mean, you're okay. right at that age, 26, like you, it's going to trust me over the next five years, you are not going to like every partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, spouse, whomever that starts getting looped into your friend circle. Oh, you do you disagree with me? No, this is I don't think this is a really black and white answer. I think that like for me, I've set precedents and my friends were all kind of simpatico. We're in the same vein is that we don't we make it clear that uh, we like to do certain things without significant others. And it's like a given amongst the group of people I generally socialize with. Mm. So oftentimes if someone brings a spouse without, or, or a girlfriend or Which boyfriend or whatever. Which they would never do. Partner, I can't even imagine No, it's, it's unimaginable in certain situations I'm in. It's kind of like, uh, why didn't you clear this with us? Yeah. And, and I totally stand by that because oftentimes... The partners of my friends are lovely and I actually am happy. I'm like, oh, that's nice. This is like adding a little, you know, little seasoning to, to the, to the evening. But oftentimes I'm not happy. I'm just like, this is this is like a wet blanket. I don't want to deal with this. I've made it very clear. I do not like your wife. I've given you a lot of <laughs> passive aggressive undertones and uh, I don't want I don't want them around. So anyway, my point is, is that if you have a group of friends that kind of has that mindset you may not have to worry about it as much but it doesn't seem like you are in the, that situation well, it seems it like your friends like are very willing and able and eager to bring around their partners to social events and i think as charlene said that is now something you're probably gonna have to deal with and deal with more over time well interestingly so you uh, you were focused on the birthday party as being you know like this is m my thing like i think i should have full say over the guest list meanwhile the the girls night scenario, you seem to be more open, but I actually almost think it's the other way around as, as awful as this is going to sound. First of all, I think you should rename girls night. Yeah. <laughs> Just to be like, you Good know, if, is it night. like three other friends? Yeah. So there's four of you. It's like, I don't know, maybe where you all met, like the university you went to or like the dorm you lived in or yeah. just something Best that friends night, <laughs> best friends without partners night. <laughs> Do yeah, it. just some name, like say, like, can let's do this thing where it's like just us and it's like our circle. And then we can also do other things like have bigger groups other times. But when we say it's blank night, that's what it means. Like almost like you have that committee, yeah. Andy, and they really do. Like I would never dream of encroaching on their boys night. But you're welcome. It's OK. But, you, but, you, but it has Honestly, to be. Honestly, I'm also by, not that interested. Yeah. You're not. She's not. She just says that because she wants me to say. She's yeah, I do want she the upper want hand, go. but I also no don't want to go. Zero interest. You know, I do respect this about. I don't want to make it a gender thing, but I think it's that not there's a gender thing. Yeah, I just think that the it's way an outsider thing. No, what I'm saying though is the way you and your friends have been so explicit in this. Like it's a given. I don't. We yeah. don't want other partners and it's spouses coming here. Like it's not like you have to tiptoe around people's no. feelings. It's something that. There's a committee. You need to get it passed, yeah. approved. Like it's so. Oh, it's got to be fully unanimous. Yeah. yeah, I 
I really admire that because I know that with my girlfriends, like it's a lot more like you, Michelle, where it's a lot more like, oh, yeah, that's great. It's fine. And secretly, I'm like, oh, like I might have made other plans had I known what I thought was going to be an intimate gathering with my closest friends is now like me making small talk with someone who I don't know that well. And yeah. And it really depends on the person. Like sometimes someone has a partner who's super cool and knows their place in a situation like that. So they sit back. They're not like really into, you know, they're not dictating the conversation and being really loud and aggressive. They're just like, I'm not the core here. I'm going to sit back. And if someone engages me, I'll engage. But you know what I mean? They, they know their place. Yeah. But if you, ha- if you have someone like that, it's not that big a deal. But as I said, you've already established, you have, you have set a bad precedent <laughs> that you're going to pay for for many years to come. <laughs> you should have right no. away said, re- first time, been like, this isn't cool. I'm not into this. I'm going to say it right here. I'm not into this. Who else isn't into this? I have a question. The other friend who does not have a girlfriend, Mm. the other one in your position who never brings Mm -hmm. a spouse. Have you guys talked about this? Yes. It's actually my sister. (laughs) And and she also feels similarly. And she also has a boyfriend. Okay. I feel like the two of you can like in a group chat with the four of you be like, we have this idea where it's like, we'll do, we'll have this, like, we'll have a dinner date and it's like so-and-so night, like blank night. Like I said, the thing that the four of you have in common that ties you together and it's not girls night, it's not so generic and make it clear, like just the four of us. So it's like, oh, we, I want to connect. I want to make this like special, that special time for us. And so that in mm. the future, when you call it that, it has that name now, it maybe can kind of go without saying, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do know what you're saying. Hopefully yes. it it does. That's the ideal. The other thing, the birthday thing, I because I feel you. You want to be like, well, it's it's my birthday. I can invite yeah. who I want to yeah. and, and cry over it if I want to. That's right. But to me, it's not worth it. It's just not worth it. Yeah, it's not worth it to pick that battle to invite, disinvite, not want to invite, be upset that he's on his phone, like he's not there to celebrate you. It's like. I don't want to diminish your birthday, but everyone Uh has a birthday. And honestly, most people consider other people's birthday as an excuse to like Uh, get together with other. They're not necessarily there just to celebrate. Birthdays are not about you. They're about everybody else. (laughs) It reminds me a bit of a wedding. It's like a wedding too. It's not about the the bride and groom. It's about everyone else. No one cares about the bride and groom. They're there to party. (laughs) Partly. And also the guest list, like, it, it is, that's why I'm you're going with the adjective idealistic. If you uh-huh. think one day your wedding guest list is all going to be solely people that you 100% want there and have no misgivings over, yeah. that's you being idealistic. It's, it's not oh, I definitely think that. Okay. Okay. Great. Great. <laughs> you're going to have, okay. Okay. so you know, that's not going to be the case. Okay. I mean, now I know. <laughs> oh, now you know. I'm getting okay. my dreams shattered. Yeah. Sorry. sorry. Unless sorry. you want to have a really small wedding. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good way to ax a bunch of people. What were you expecting us to say, Michelle? I honestly didn't know because I felt like you guys have multiple perspectives on this, like the friends thing and also the couple's perspective. So I was kind of hoping that you might say maybe I'm not asking for too much, but I think you saying it's more idealistic also makes sense. Uh, well, I, I kind of said you're not asking. Yeah. For too I don't much. think you're asking for too much when it comes to seeing like having the social circle you want to have when you have a night out. I just don't think it's usually worth 
the friction it can cause to try to pick and choose who's on your birthday party guest mm, list. Yeah. It's just yeah. not worth it. Yeah, like, forget about the birthday, which that only happens yeah, once yeah, a year. Yeah, We're yeah. talking not, about something yeah. that's a regular occurrence. Yeah. That's more important. And I think that you've just set a precedent. Your friends have set a precedent. No one's spoken up. No one put their foot down. I mean, you're all to blame for this. <laughs> So it's such a black and white way of looking it's at it. It's true, that. though. Like in those situations, you have to be firm because otherwise it's just going to be a free for all. And as you grow up, the older you get, the more this is going to happen. You're going to eventually not have any social night out where you're not with your partners, your friends, partners. And it's going to be a bummer sometimes, especially if you're not that into them or if the dynamic's weird, particularly with younger couples. And I don't want to generalize, but as you get older, the couple dynamic, I think, often becomes a little less annoying. But in the younger couples, there's a lot more drama versus non-drama, I find. And that gets so annoying in in a group dynamic. Yeah, I agree. Like like you even said, one of your friends is like wants to make sure that her partner is having a good time, like little things like that. Or if there's any tension between the couple, like that's yeah, so easily just, it's so toxic. It the, just what, what I would recommend you do, I mean, see, this is easier for us because we're such, we're such assholes. <laughs> Are we? I mean, our boys night. No, my, not you. <laughs> our, my boys night. It's like, we're ruthless. Like it's like a cage oh. match. So if someone has an annoying partner or they're being annoying, we'll call them out immediately. So it's, it's like, I'm not saying you should do that, but I'm saying that, Maybe in the future, you have to be kind of ruthless to get what you want mm, in this life. I think if if the couple is annoying in any way or it's obvious and it's kind of like no one is denying that this is like not adding to the experience, call them out. Mm. Start making fun of them in not a, not a heavy handed way, subtle. Just make them feel less good about coming to the next one. Honestly, Otherwise, you have no one to blame but yourself. I hate to be a dick. But this is the kind of thing that you allow to happen. I, d- I don't have these situations. Oh, Why don't I have these situations? You, yeah, the president. I didn't okay, allow okay. them to happen. All right, so I'm going to leap in here. <laughs> I Sorry. So this is another thing about you. I mean, you're 26. And honestly, I don't know if in 10 years, you know, this band of four girlfriends will even all still be in the same city. So this is something that you can really lean into. Because let me tell you, when I was 26... Well, actually, I was living in Germany. In my early 20s, my core group of three girlfriends, so four of us, did live in the city. And I have such fond memories of that, you know, like that that core group. And whenever anyone would else come would come into the mix, it would change. But all these years later, like none of them even live here anymore, honestly, which is mm, kind yeah, of, yeah, sad. it's a shame. And so I think you should kind of use that and be like, you know, we're at this time in our life. We all live here like we met this way. And look, I'm partly like preaching what I have trouble practicing myself because I do have one girlfriend that when she's in town, I think I'm meeting up with her, just her. And suddenly it's like a clown car of other friends coming <laughs> to see her. And I'm I'm always a little like, oh, blah, blah. Yeah. But I will say, had it been the four of us, I would I would do this. This is worth it. This is worth your energy. You and your sister may be coming together and, you know, being there's there being strength in numbers and make really making it about like just wanting to love on each other and yeah. spend this time together. You know, it's coming. Ultimately, this I, really is coming from a place of love. I agree. I think you can mm. reinforce to them that you, you really love them and you just want to spend quality time with them as opposed to making it a negative thing. Yeah. And name it a certain thing so that in the future, it's clear that that's yeah. what it is. Best friends without partners. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I do think that, unfortunately, you're going to see, I think, over the next five to 10 years that 
a lot of the social situations are going to be a little different. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's... that's I yeah. wanted to hear it. I wanted to hear it. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be too negative. Maybe Shandy's will leap in to, no. to say, no, we're wrong. No, I think but you're right. I just, I just I'm hope, just being realistic. You just have to hope that the partners are, are cool. Yeah. And, the, you know, they're, they're actually, they add something. Yeah. Or, or at least don't detract. Michelle, do you have any other oh. questions for us? Sorry, I feel like that was kind of like... But it, but, no, but it is on you. I want to make it clear. It's on you. You control your destiny. In a delicate way. Yeah. If you sit back and just let it happen, it's not going to stop. You have to say something or do something. Mm, that's 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 a good accountability. Yeah. Accountability. Yes. Because they probably think, think there's nothing wrong. Yeah, exactly. And also, I think the difference is with the friend group, whenever we were all dating guys, the guys wouldn't really want to do the same things that we're doing. Like, they don't want to sit around and talk. But yeah. now with the girlfriends, <laughs> like, they want to join. Oh, that's and a so, problem. And so it's, we're into the same stuff, not like mm. the guys and the girls. It's not as easy to distinguish. Distinguish. So I think having that name of, of this is what we like to do together, yeah. not just a gender differentiation will be helpful. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, it just, it will link you and like, and label it. You need a label on what you want. Yeah. Mm. A label that's not, I don't want your girlfriend coming around. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, a more tactful label yeah. so that they know. What you we want. we call our boys' night the summit. They do because oh. a summit is a certain number of invited countries that come to meet to discuss important issues. Wow. They really, really do. They do regularly call it the summit. It's actually yeah. very cute. And they had a what was the challenge you had for different restaurants? Oh, we had fifty-two and fifty-two. We were we we tried to do fifty-two different restaurants in fifty-two weeks. It didn't really work, but we, we came we gave it a good value. <laughs> it was cute effort. that they even tried. Like yeah. they didn't want to go back to the same restaurants that they loved. They wanted to try new places. I thought that was super cute and ambitious. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, some ideas. I think I need to be more strict in the future from the start, but also less idealistic. And Both. Just going to speak as the girl in the room, like lean into the fact that it's coming from a place of love, because I I don't know if I've ever been too guilty of bringing you around that much. But mm. I can tell you this. If a girlfriend said to me, honestly, though, can it just be us? Because I, I feel like I want to catch up with just you. Like, I miss you. Like, I, I feel like it's been a while. I would be like, oh, my God, I love yeah, you, too. Yeah. Like, you know, I would just be and touched. I'm not even remotely offended. Yeah. If anything, I'm relieved. Like, I don't have to deal. Yeah. 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 No, there's this good. I will speak up for what I want more in the future. <laughs> Great. Yes, good. Okay, Michelle, thank you so, so much for joining us and for being a Shandy. Yeah, we could tell you. you're oh a Shandy. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. I love your your show. I'm not even a Bachelor watcher. And me and my sister oh, nice. listen to every episode and dissect. <laughs> yes. We, we love She's a true. You she's listen the to the recaps and you don't even watch the show. No, she doesn't watch oh, the. the I re only watched listen to one recap, the Michelle season, no, because she, I watched oh. one episode. She just watches non-recap. Wow, yeah. the truest, true, true Shandy. Wow, thank you. I thank love y'all's show. Thank you so much for your. Thank efforts. you. All right, Michelle, have a great night and thank good luck. Thank you so much. Thank go you. name go name your version of the summit. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Have a great night. Okay. You too. Bye. 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 Ah. Oh, she was so sweet. Yeah. She had magnificent teeth. She did. <laughs> <laughs> it's good that you noticed that. I just, I, yeah, I just noticed teeth. Yeah. Father's I, and dentist. Uh, 
I felt for her. Yeah. It's actually, it seems like people are like, yeah, that's a light issue, but it's really no. not because you deal with your friends, your friends more than your partner oftentimes at that age. Yeah. Like your friends are your life. And I actually think on a broader level, this is like a sort of another coming of age. Like there's multiple comings of age yeah. in your life. And 26, she's right at that age yeah. where things are starting to change. I, you know, I think there's not enough weight put on the tragedy of graduating from just hanging out with your friends to your friends suddenly having partners that they bring to their yeah. hangouts. I know it can be nice. And, and as I've said, I've had summits where partners have come yeah. and it's been lovely. But, but it's temporary. It, and I like it as, as, a, as a change, not yeah. as the routine. Mm -hmm. But there are a lot of mornings in life. Getting married is a celebration and a morning. Yes. Having a kid is a celebration and a morning. Yes. You know, even getting through puberty is a celebration and a morning. But this is another one. Like when you suddenly you're with your friends, like there's, I remember the times when it used to be like a Saturday and I would just go with my friends yeah. to like the schoolyard and we'd like play stickball. Wait, and eat oh wow. What, how, terrible, what age are we talking? Like, like, like 35. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, like when I was in like high school, you know, college, yeah. like slightly after college, I would just like hang out. I remember going, to the, I remember going to the mall with my friends in the high mall. school. And most importantly in my early twenties, like I visualize it so much like what she's talking about. Like, yeah. oh, Saturday night, like let's get dinner at that place and then let's go to that bar and let's go dancing at it's, that place. I'm, what are you wearing? So, I'm wearing this exciting yes. and you know that you're with them for the whole day like i'm like let's meet in the park and none of my brain is like oh i have to worry that there's gonna be some random person who comes in and breaks up the dynamic yeah. or some partner or whatever yeah the fact that they're partners aside just bringing more and more people and already changes the dynamic but yeah. then when you include like what she's talking about one of them wanting to make sure that her partner's having a good time or it's like if there's any tension and like they're fighting it changes on a dime i agree it's instant i love you like, can't speak with the same freedom. I like my social engagements to be prepared. Intentional. Intentional. I if I'm going on a double date, if we're going on a double date, oh, it's I can get pumped for I can get up for a double date. I'm yeah, into it. Yeah. But I know it's a double date. Mm-hmm. So I know what I'm getting into. Yeah. I don't I like things to be the way I expect them. And when you go into a friend night and there's partners there and the dynamic isn't great. I, I feel annoyed and I'll show my annoyance. I, I will show it. <laughs> I admire that. I actually, as much as I make fun of the summit, I, I, it is mostly just cute. And there's a reason why, like, look, I, I personally just don't think I would have that great a time anyway, but I also respect it. Yeah. I respect that oh, that's not my do. place. I'm not supposed to be there. I know you do. Because, you know, I have been there when we first started dating, for example. Oh, yeah, I've come yeah. out, I've come around more. And sure. that's probably why you bring spouses here and there or partners here and there, or boyfriends, girlfriends, whomever, because they're being introduced. They're making the rounds. Yeah. But then after that, you know, oh, you got to honor the yeah. core friendship because what a gift that the four of you live in New York City and are able to do that. We're going to look back and say, why didn't we do this more? Yes. Without our significant others. Ruining things. Yeah, girls. I love that question. Yeah, it's, it's a good one. It's yeah. a creeper. At first I was like, eh. Then I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad she's not hearing you say yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> well, she will. No, I love friendship questions. You know that. Yeah, friendship me. questions are good. They're complicated. They're they're as complicated, if not more complicated, than relationship questions. Think about how much easier a time she would have telling her boyfriend something like, I don't like it when you do this. I don't want you to bring around this person. I don't want to yeah. do it. 
that would be so much easier for her than her telling her close, close, close girlfriends, I don't want you to bring your girlfriend around. Yeah. It's, I'm sorry, platonic friendships are complicated. Yeah, they are. Yeah. And they they don't involve sex. Sex makes relationships actually simpler in a weird way. I agree. Because it's like the base. There's a canvas there. With friendships, it's kind of... It's anywhere. Yeah. It's all over the place. Well, yeah, because with sex, it's like, I do this thing with you. We have this thing that neither of us have with anyone else. But with this, we're all the same to each other. Yeah. Like we can tell each other we're best friends or just hang out more and be closer because of our history. But it's it's just like we're humans who like to spend time together. We just like hanging out and occasionally help each other out when we're, you know, we need help. That's what friends are for, right? But also just hanging out. I don't touch you. I can touch you, but not heavily, not heavy petting. Anything short of that. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. You gotta lay down the law. Mm-hmm. If if you don't, it's a free-for-all. You're never gonna have your you're gonna go out, it's gonna be you have no idea what you're getting into. And that's fine if it's all new people. I, I'm okay with new friends, like cool people suddenly coming into the fray. Like I'm okay with meeting new people. Yeah. But the partner dynamic is different. It changes things. Mm-hmm. And the birthday thing, I think that was the only moment where I was like, she's 26. Yeah, no, that's birthday. You got to deal with it. Am I right about yeah, this? No, the birthday, you got to deal with it. I respect it and I totally get where she's coming from, but I just don't think you can be like, okay, the two of you can bring your boyfriends, but like oh, yeah. friend number three. No, 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 no. And she didn't do that. When the friend no, asked, she was like, no, yeah, yeah, bring fine. that person. That's, that's, you got to deal with that. Yeah, it's you, not your, as I, again, your birthday is not your birthday. Yeah. It's everyone else's birthday for you. And yeah. And ultimately not everyone cares that much about your no birthday. No one cares. You care most about your birthday. If I, <laughs> if I said to one good friend of mine, Hey, it's my birthday, you know, or no, actually I wouldn't do that. That'd be really weird. If my, my good, <laughs> I can't even imagine yeah, you yeah, doing hey, that. it's my birthday. Take me out. Person who I don't have sex with, but no, if, if a good friend of mine was like, Hey, it's your birthday. I'm going to take you out to dinner. And I was like, Oh, cool. And he brought his wife. I'd be like, eh, yeah. it's a little weird. Mm. Yeah, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fight it. No, it's my birthday. He's taking me out for my birthday. I'm not. Can gonna you complain. imagine if you're like, it's my birthday? Yeah, get this bitch out of here. <laughs> no, but it's it's the birthday thing she's wrong on. Yeah, but everything well, else she's got to take a stand. Idealistic. She's right that it could be better, but that's not the way the world works. No, that's just not the way. No, no. All right. <laughs> not if no, you want to keep friends. No. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think that's a wrap. That's it. That one kind of twisted here a bit for me. Because it makes I me, know. it makes it's me nostalgic. Left. Yeah, just that entire discussion to me represents aging. <laughs> yeah, aging out of a, a stage in your life. Yeah, yeah, a wonderful stage, frankly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can hold on to it. You can. People really do. Yeah, I plan on holding on to it till till I'm very old, which is now. <laughs> Okay. And, you know, maybe couples, couples, if you get along, couples also works. Absolutely. My I'm not saying that couples can't work, yeah, yeah. but if it doesn't work for you, yeah. it doesn't work for you. Yeah. My parents hang out with, it's so cute, actually. Yeah. They hang out with a bunch of other couples. They go on ski trips with like three other couples. So it's the eight of them. Yeah. It's really cute. That's great. It's very I mean, social. Yeah. That's like, that's like the final graduation. That's like the end where you're just only hanging out with couples. <laughs> You've crossed to the other side yeah. where you never hang out solo with yeah. people. <laughs> yeah, like like your dad's like, I'm going to go hang out with my friends. You're like, what? <laughs> cozy, cozy earth is the sheet for sleep. <laughs> that's good. I thought you were going to say, is the sheet for me? Oh, that's better. 
You're right. <laughs> They're both good. Yeah, they just love Cozy Earth so much. We really love Cozy Earth. We really do. This probably, makes me want to sing. Do you think this sounds like, like, how could we possibly say this with such enthusiasm if we didn't mean it? I don't think there's a single Shandy who doesn't buy our love of Cozy Earth. I, sh- I No one not. doubts this because this, I will die by Cozy Earth. <laughs> and you should know by now that Cozy Earth products, their sheets and their wonderful towels, their other accessories, Andy's lounge pants that we love so much where every day they're made with viscose from bamboo making them unbelievably soft and by the way just to emphasize do these not look black to you no you know people might think that you just keep buying a brand new pair of black cozy earth pants to make it look like they don't fade but they really just haven't faded those are still the same pants. how many black pairs of pants do you own that you wear every single day that a year later look this black Mm -hmm. i ask you yeah and there's no pilling none not a pill in sight. <laughs> Not a pill. And I love how Cozy Earth combines responsible sourcing and sustainability. So like bamboo is way more sustainable than your average material that sheets mm-hmm. are made of. But also it's luxurious. You're not sacrificing luxury for sustainability or vice versa. Isn't it great to feel good in and about oh. the fabrics you swathe yourselves in? You swathe. Good word. So we have a very special deal for our audience, the Shandies. Right now, you can save 35% on Cozy Earth. But hurry, this New Year's offer ends soon. Go to CozyEarth.com slash Shandy and be sure to enter promo code Shandy at checkout to save 35%. That's CozyEarth.com slash Shandy. Well, Andy, we are joined by another caller today. Excellent. Siobhan, thank you so much for joining us. Hello, Siobhan. Hey, thanks for having me. Do you mind giving us your age, the age of the person in question? I believe there was a person in question. Your general location or region and your story, please. Sure, yeah. Um, So I'm 29. Sorry, I just turned 29 last week, so I almost said (laughs) 28. Um, um, Yeah, the person in question is 30. Um, so just about a year older than me. And I'm currently living in London, though I'm from the U.S. I've been here for about three years now. Okay, luckily. Um, the London, yeah. U.K., I just have to say that as a Canadian, because there is a London, oh, yeah. Ontario. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> the, I feel like... the very second most famous London. <laughs> okay, Siobhan, uh, happy birthday, first of all. And oh, thanks. Let's hear, let's hear what happened. What's going on? Yeah, sure. Um, It's sort of like a general question, but it definitely comes based off of the situation or the experience I had um, with this person. So I dated, I'm, I dated someone for about six months and we matched, we met on a dating app. For context, if it helps, he's not from the UK. He's from another uh, European country, he's from Germany, where I also lived for a bit of time. So we had that in common as well. Okay. Um, yeah, so we dated for about six months. Um, two months into that, we had a conversation about sort of exclusivity. Um, and I know there's a bit of sort of disagreement, general disagreement of whether or not there's really a difference between being exclusive without a label versus, you know, it being in a, like a defined relationship. But at that time, um, it was like middle of February. He had, we had gone out for Valentine's Day dinner. He had asked me out. And then after that, I sort of brought up the question of, well, you know, if you're seeing other people at this point, I would like to know because I'm not. And we had a discussion about that. Basically, we landed on neither of us have been seeing anyone since we started dating and moving forward. We also wouldn't. Yeah, moving forward from there, we we were dated for about three or four more months. We were seeing each other. Um, and from my perspective, things were going very well, I would say. Like, I didn't see any red flags per se. And I think I'm someone who 
Um, I'm very willing to admit in dating situations when I sort of see red flags and choose to ignore them and move on. (laughs) So when things have come to an end in the past, um, I can sort of say to myself, yeah, sure. I mean, not that I saw this coming necessarily, but there are specific things I can point to and say, you know, I chose to ignore this, or maybe we weren't a match because of this. But I would say in this specific situation, even looking back and in the moment, none of that really came, you know, none of that was there. Mm. Um, It went fairly well for about six months. If anything, from my perspective, it almost seems like he was a bit more invested in, in the dating relationship than I was, which isn't necessarily unique for me. I take a long time to sort of like fall for someone or just, yeah, to sort of, um, in both previous, the two previous relationships I've had, that's, that's been a similar case, even though we've landed sort of in the same, when we did sort of define things, we were on the same page. So about that, sorry, is that because you're wary or because you, uh, just take a while to really get into it? I'm just curious. Yeah, I think it's definitely a mix of both. Um, I would say there have been probably no times in my life where I've met someone and immediately immediately been sort of like infatuated or wanted to date them. So it takes me a while to sort of warm up. I think I've also had specific experiences that make me a bit wary about specifically physical intimacy with someone. So I think that also takes me a bit um, to get into as well. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, I would say it's a mix. Okay. And, and one um, more question, sorry, just because you touched on it briefly, because you said there was some debate over, you know, in general, it's not about you guys specifically, but you said in general, there's debate over labels and exclusivity and whether or not you need that label. I actually fall in the camp of, I think you, the, the talk should be had. I'm just curious, since you did have that talk after Valentine's Day, did you emerge from that talk as boyfriend and girlfriend? No. So that kind of, the where this go, leads to is sort of, You'll okay. See that Sorry, that that's foreshadowing. Not, okay. No, right. yeah. <laughs> where, okay. where this leads to, you'll see it's not really um yeah, that that so that label or that sort of relationship definition did not emerge from that. It was a, just a we will not be seeing other or people we'll move forward not seeing anyone else. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm putting a pin in that, but yeah, finish the story and yeah. Yeah, so for about 3 more months, yeah, things are going fairly well and I one morning, just sort of on like a whim, I sort of thought to bring up the topic of exactly that, sort of like where we think this is going. We've never really had the converse, an explicit conversation about um, a label or it being like a relationship, quote unquote. So I brought up the topic of conversation thinking it would be a relatively quick conversation. Yeah, like a given. <laughs> like a, yeah, we, we agree. We'll move on. Um, yeah. And it was not. So basically what I had said was to me, this is a relationship. What you're getting is me in a relationship, like me as a girlfriend. And so moving forward, I would like to, I would like for that to be where this goes. How do you feel? Um, and the response that I got was, I can't be anyone's boyfriend right now. Um, yeah. Uh, so that threw me a lot. Um, I, and- okay. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. So, (laughs) um, we had sort of put a a pin in that conversation because like I said, I had to go to work and I had sort of thought it was going to be like a quicker conversation. So we spoke for about 20 minutes and then I said, okay, well, I have to leave. Let's pick this up another time. So over the course of maybe the next week or two, we had two or three sort of very long conversations about what 
what a relate what calling it a relationship would mean what that means to him from his side it was sort of two main things one being that he wanted to focus or wants to focus on his career um, he's in sort of like a creative industry and is sort of still starting out which I had known from the beginning of us dating that that was a priority for him um yeah, and the second but... is that he definitely has some um like his he doesn't exactly have a good model in his words a good model of a relationship his family background is not the best his parents are divorced and have been for a long time and I don't think it's not a good situation to put it sort of lightly okay um and I think that's affected him on a larger level then I think even he knows you know I don't I don't think he's ever really addressed it mm-hmm. okay um, and so I assume this was the catalyst like yes yeah. so okay. at the end basically the last conversation we had was sort of him saying I don't think I can give you what you want in terms of like being in a relationship. And I said, well, that, then, okay, then fine. Then I'm leaving. Like we're. And he was like, okay, bye. Essentially. Okay. First of all, I got to give you props for being like, okay, <laughs> then bye. I, yeah. I, yeah. Cause Impressive. I think, yeah. I mean, on the surface that might seem like, oh, obvious, but a lot of people don't, a lot of people are like, oh, okay. Is that too scary a label for you after six months? Then I'll just wait longer. Until yeah. you are ready to you, get you that get to you get like a dear Shandy gold star for that. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I can't say I wasn't tempted um, to do that, mm. but yeah, I think I've learned from previous experiences that I don't want to be sort of waiting around for someone to make up their mind or to decide to choose me. Mm-hmm. So um, I have a lot of I have a lot of yeah. Andy has a lot of questions. Just logistical questions. Just how old is he? She said thirty. 30. Okay. I forgot. And what, what exactly, what creative field is he in, if you don't mind me saying? Yeah. Acting. Mm. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I was afraid of that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's necessarily a factor. It's, uh, not necessarily. Not necessarily. How often did you see each other during this period of time? Um, usually two or three times a week. Yeah, um, and, okay. Yeah, did, pretty consistently. And did you, did you always like someone always sleep over at someone's place or? Generally, yeah. Usually yeah, but, mine because it, it's a nicer flat in general. Oh, um, okay. But. <laughs> nice. And did he ever say I love you? No, neither of us did. Okay. Um, I also don't know. I think I also I think when I reflected back, I think part of me brought up that conversation because I felt like that's where my feelings were headed. And I sort of wanted to have that conversation prior to really fully feeling that way, but neither of us said that to each other. And I don't think after the conversations we had, I don't think he was anywhere close to feeling like that. What yeah. is, what did an average day together consist of? What, what, what did you do when you saw each other? Uh, sort of a mix, I guess. Like we, I mean, London has a lot to offer in terms of like museums or going to the mm-hmm. theater. Um, we would often meet up, like we work in buildings right next door to each other. So we'd oh, meet wow. up for, yeah, weirdly, um, not anywhere in the same industry. I mean, I work in like research, so, <laughs> hmm. um, but we would meet up for coffee and things like that. Um, sometimes so just, it wasn't just like, I'm coming over. I think that's what no. you were wondering, right? Yeah. I was kind of getting at that, yeah, but yeah. I wanted to also hear her answer the question. And when you said you met online, can I ask what app? Yeah, it was Hinge, which is the only okay. one that I've used um, okay. on my dating app. Okay. Did you spend weekends together? No, we did not. Mm, there it is. <laughs> you found what you were looking for, Andy. <laughs> I got it. Found it. Uh, yeah, he was seeing somebody else. Un- what? Unquestionably. 
And so they had the talk after two months. You scumbag. No, not necessarily, but I'm I, like 85%. Okay, sure. I'm going to just go before I ask you to distill it down to one question. Yeah. And I think I know what you're going to say. And I just, implore, and by the way, oh, I I'm sorry, no. before I, I don't, I don't mean that he was two time you like having another girlfriend on the side. I'm just saying he was seeing other, he was seeing other people. I'm mm. almost certain. Are you, well, you just, you're just saying he was keeping his options open. Mm, well, sure. Options open, seeing other people, whatever you want to call it. He was doing stuff with other people. So then why would he say, I'm not seeing anyone this else? He's a liar. Mm. <laughs> well, I'll also caveat it to say that, um, he like he has like a, a quote unquote regular job on the side of acting, but it's a lot of shift work. And so often that was on the weekends as well. Was he working the nights, like late nights on weekends? Yeah. So a lot of the shifts would run from like 2 p.m. to 11. So we wouldn't often see each other. Um, Do you feel bad now, Andy? I don't feel bad. I still stand by. <laughs> OK, so before I ask you to distill it down to one question that you think we can actually answer, because I fear that when you said it's going to be a general question, I'm like. It, just put a pin in that and think about that. I, I'm just going to vent for a second. I'm going to get on my soapbox. <laughs> I do not understand what is the difference. And I think it's just men trying to buy themselves time. What is the difference between agreeing to not see anyone else and being boyfriend and girlfriend? I completely agree. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Siobhan's nodding. So we're yeah, all in agreement. I've... There's no difference. I, that's why I'm saying he was a bullshit artist there. By the way, there's a lot of there's a lot of weekend around that shift. I'm not going to accept that as a reason why he could never see yeah. you on the weekends. I'm not going to accept that. He could have been like, hey, I'm getting off at 11. Let's go like catch a late drink and see a band and come come over or you come over, whatever. It's bullshit. He was into you enough to like make you someone he wanted to spend a lot of time with, but he didn't want to close off his options. That's what I see. Unless you give me some more granular detail that will convince me otherwise, mm-hmm. that's what I see here. And he's an actor. If you said he was like a, a like a like you know a hydrologist or like you know an architect, a, yeah, an anthrop an anthropological um, you know sociological professor. Wait, sorry. <laughs> That's now I just sound like an idiot. What, what does that even mean? I mean, whatever that is, it sounds impressive. Yeah. If he was some kind of professor, teacher person, then I would say no. And I'm not saying he may have not slept with anybody. I don't know. I'm not accusing him of anything specific, but I know that he was his eye, his right eye was over here and his left eye was on you. Okay. So Siobhan, what is your question? Is it what happened or how do you move on? I assume it's one or the other. Yeah, I guess it's a bit of both. I guess when I say it's general, it's that, um, you know, I feel like at this point, I've made a lot of effort to sort of move on from this specific person. But I think what sort of still lingers on my mind is like, and I told him this too, when we um, ended things after six months, I was sort of like, I feel like the reality I was living for six months just isn't the reality that you were living. And that really threw me because I like to think of myself as of someone who can read a situation fairly well. So I guess my question is sort of like, how do you reconcile that? Like when, when, when this, when this sort of situation happens, how is it, is that reconcilable in your own mind? Or do you have to kind of say it is what it is. We move on. There's no easy fix for that. You have to feel it out. And you, you know, I think what you were dating for six months within that amount of time, you'd have to step it up to some other level. Like you'd have to either express your feelings for each other in a more, you know, yeah. quantifiable way or um, you, you'd have. I think 
for me, it's like, very tough. I know it's tough. It's like, it is a general question and it's kind of a tough one to answer because, you know, some relationships get you in a way where you're like, and it takes you years to recover from and other ones you're like, ah, whatever. I understand fully that feeling of the rug being pulled out from under you and you feel kind of duped and it's sort of like, like you said, you were living different realities. Like how could mm. you possibly think that that's what I thought this was? <laughs> but I agree with something you touched on, Andy, that that building. I, I'm not saying that you need to say I love you, especially considering he's German. Like I think there could be. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, you said that without any irony. Yeah, Germans <laughs> say I love you in like year seven. <laughs> by, by accident. They're like, I, I love you. Oh, I don't know. Well, you can let us know. Do you think there was a cultural difference at play at all? I think I think a bit, but I don't know if enough if that's like enough of a reason for it for uh, that to be like a driving cause. Okay, yeah, Andy, what I was saying is I do agree with what you touched on is that that momentum feeling like it's moving forward. When you said that you felt like he was the one kind of spearheading things, could you be specific or in retrospect do you think it's possible that you saw it that way? But maybe it wasn't. I mean, he very often was the one to, especially in the beginning, you know, it became more equal, I think, towards maybe month like three, but very much is always the one reaching out first mm-hmm. um, and very, very consistently. Um, I met his friends before he met any of mine. His mom like knew who I was before I had ever brought it up to my family. Um, mm-hmm. And off the back of that, I had sort of, I had, and so my sister came to visit and I asked if he wanted to meet her and he was like, yeah, great. Sure. And so that happened um, as well. But that was, I partially asked him about that because he had said like, oh, you know, because I knew that his family knew who I was as well. Just in those ways, I guess, a high level. So was there, if you could trace your relationship of six months as an arc, was there a peak and a, and a backside of the mountain or was it still going up or plateauing? Like where, where was it when it ended or in the um, month, in the month leading up to this? Ending? I know. I, I like that for the whole relationship. I think that's a great question. I'm curious too. Yeah. yeah. I would say like, if I had to draw a graph of it, it was probably quite slow at the beginning and then started going up a lot and then was still rising towards the end, but was like maybe plateauing more okay. so if that and, makes sense and no that's fine and and was there some event or some awkward conversation or something that you could just put your finger on that happened that could sort of have changed the trajectory of your relationship no it was mostly because in the last month we only, only saw each other a handful of times because i had covid and then he went to germany and then my sister came to visit so that i guess was probably the reason it felt like it um, we were in, we were in touch con- like all the time, but we only saw each other in person a few a handful of times. And over the course of how long? I guess well, I was I'm trying to think about how long I had to quarantine for, but maybe three weeks, three or four. Mm. Weeks. Ooh, okay. So you went. Oh, that's very interesting. I find that very interesting. Yeah. Because I do believe I don't think all men are like this, but I think a scary majority of men are like this, which is to say they are out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, love the one you're with. Yeah, they're like when they're together, but then they sort of kind of, and I'm not, I don't mean to make this umbrella statement and include your ex in it, but I do find it interesting that you were quarantined. He went back to Germany mm-hmm. where who knows mm-hmm. who he saw or spent time with or whatever. Yeah. You know, all this to say, this is going to be one of those unsatisfying ones. I sometimes mention an unsatisfying answer in a, in a caller or a Q&A session, but... 
the whole idea of getting over it or wondering how to avoid it again, mm. I guess this will be unsatisfying in that I'm not sure we can give you advice on how to avoid it because the good news is, is that I don't think you did that much wrong other than at that two month mark, dig that one layer deeper for that label. And I say that because we are noticing that this is a trend. I, I think mm-hmm. that you're not the first person to call in about this. I think that there's a weird thing about mm-hmm. guys just, I think they're just trying to buy themselves a little more time. Absolutely. I think the two month mark is a perfect, like you brought it up at, I think the exact right time, the two month mark. Mm-hmm. I think that that's a healthy, normal. We know at this point whether or not we want to spend more time together. I don't think you did anything wrong. And it's a shame. I think if there's one piece of advice I could give, and I'm not going to criticize your relationship style, but I think within six months, there should be some very meaningful expression of your emotional connection to each other. And if it's not there, you don't know for sure if you're being used. And by the way, being used isn't necessarily nefarious. Like Mm. I've dated girls in the past that I knew I was never going to spend the rest of my life with, but I had a very lovely time seeing them and I looked forward to seeing them. And okay. So did you do that knowing that they probably wanted something more? Right. Right. But when the talk came, Uh, if it did come, I would dodge. I would say, yeah, I mean, I I have, I'm having, this is terrible. I'm revealing how much of a scumbag, (laughs) but I'm actually not totally. No, that's what makes this valuable. I'm very honest. And, And I would say, look, I'm like, you know, we'll see where this goes, but you know, I'm just, like, I like hanging out with you and yeah, I would dodge a little bit because I'm just a little bit of a chicken in that respect. But I would make it very clear that I wasn't serious about it. So mm. what you're saying is if she wanted the label boyfriend, girlfriend, I wouldn't give it to her. OK, right. And if mm. she and if she pressed that further, then I would have to back off just to be a, out of decency. I wouldn't mm. you know, lead her on. So. I think that it's very important because otherwise you're basically giving the milk without the cow. Uh, I hate to say that. No, you, no. It's so outdated. No, no, no. I'm not saying it in the literal sense. I'm saying that you're a guy, if he's having a nice time with you and he doesn't have to see you on the weekends, we'll let that go on forever until he finds his forever person. That's what I'm mm. saying. So you'll continue to be giving him whatever you have to offer in this relationship and he'll keep taking it until you force him to leave or he finds someone better who he deems to be better. Yeah. He, not saying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Obviously you're the best in all of England, but, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, something shiny new and whatever that they're more excited about. Okay. So while right. we have you, we're getting this very honest male perspective. If he saw her that way, mm-hmm. or if you saw these previous girls that way, would you be the one being like, are we official? Are we boyfriend, girlfriend? No. Are we? What? So how do you know? Like, what do you mean? You, I know. You would never bring it up? I've, it, I make it clear. In my, my relationship style is if I think this is a boyfriend, girlfriend thing, you as my, you know, ostensible girlfriend will know. I don't. It's not. I mean, a, I have to admit, I knew. Yeah, I. But I don't even. You know what's funny is I don't even remember. Every girlfriend I've had, I've made it clear very early on. Like I'm in this. I'm that kind of guy. Like if I'm not in it, I give no signals that I'm in. If I'm in it, I'm a hundred percent in. I don't know if that's super helpful in this situation. That's the way I am. I'm not. I'm not every guy, and I can't speak for every guy. But I can tell you that this guy was one foot in, one foot out, and he had a good time with you. Hmm. He, there's no question. This guy 
would looked forward to seeing you, enjoyed your company, and probably would have let this drag on for God knows how much longer. Oh yeah, def- I think looking back, I'm like, if I had never brought up a conversation, I think he would, it would have just kept going. And so yes. until it was eventually brought up. What, well, that's my milk cow thing. Okay. Is that not a good analogy? I don't know. Was there a better, <laughs> no, less gross analogy no, than that? No, it's just, it, it is gross, but there is some truth in it. I mean, it's a famous saying, outdated or not for a reason, you know, but it is kind of like, it's irksome. The whole thing's irksome. Like, it's frustrating when you're like, okay, well, what do I do now? You know, I, I'm not yeah. saying I have an answer for it. I you. have an answer. Okay, the answer is answer? you press the issue earlier. Mm. And mm. if the issue needs to be pressed, this is the thing. I don't like ever giving advice in a relationship to like, you have to tell them to do this. Like, that's never a good tactic because you you I can't force someone to love you. If And if you try, it's like... You're, you're like, you know, trying to, to grab the sun. It's impossible. So the more you force, the more they're going to run away. So if you have to get to the point where you're like, why don't you love me? Why don't you want to be my boyfriend? It's probably, you're Already probably over. in deep. It's, mm. it's probably over. So the way to avoid that is just to express your emotions if he's not. And if you don't, he doesn't reciprocate, there's a problem. Yeah. I'm not saying you have to tell as soon as you feel like you're really into someone, you'd be like, I love you. You know, you don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. But if you start, you can start amping up the emotional exchange. And if he's not reciprocating, that's your signal. Because unless he's a real scumbag, like guys who say, I love you when they don't just to try mm-hmm. to like get you in bed or mm-hmm. to keep sleeping with you. I don't know. That's really bad news, but that happens obviously a lot. But that aside, if a guy is a decent human being, even a slightly decent human being, he will not reciprocate fully that emotional salvo that you send. He's just not going to. And that's your signal. So you think she waited way too long at the six month mark. You let him off too easy on the first question. Mm. I I respect you for bringing it up, but you let him off easy. You're like, so are we boyfriend? Okay, that's fine. Anyway, let's get a drink. You were like, like, I don't want to talk about this. (laughs) I have to admit the first conversation we had, I don't know if I, I might've also played a role in the fact that I don't know if I was always ready to be like, oh, this is my boyfriend. I knew Mm. it was someone that I was interested in. I didn't want to see other people, but that that also, yeah, I can't say I was pressing for that at two months, which maybe was a sign that it wasn't also maybe the right fit from my end as well. You know, there's something to be said for that. That's the thing. We're, we're talking about how you lost this guy. Maybe you should have lost this guy. Maybe you're okay with it in the end. And you're really kind of maybe your pride is a little hurt, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Deep down, you knew this wasn't perfect. And it always hurts more when you've invested more into it. Yeah. Like if you if it had ended at that two month mark, you'd be a lot less hurt about it than you are after six months, even if he's the same guy. And really, there's not any other reason other than time that Mm. would hurt you. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Do you have have anything else you want to add to this? I don't know. Don't date actors. That is my policy moving forward, I think. (laughs) You know, we've gotten a couple of questions over the two years or so of doing this that Mm. like it's kind of a a bit of a theme. It's not like a major theme, but to me, your story and just even your vibe, like you just seem very chill, very easygoing. (laughs) This obviously bothers you enough that you wrote into a podcast and came on to talk to us about it. But I wouldn't necessarily get that impression from just talking to you. It's like the words and the sort of... You know, you just seem like kind of, you're like, yeah, it hurts my feelings. You know what I mean? And I think that some women have a tendency to be a little too, um, I don't want to use the word passive, but like almost too chill. 
Does yeah. I, it, am I not? That, this makes sense, right? That's what I'm talking about. Okay, yeah. They you just said make you're it dating very stuff. easy. They, you, you, you seem like the kind of person who would make it very easy for me to date you forever without <laughs> committing. I hate to say that, but it's true. I just get the feeling. Well, because she's too easygoing. You seem too easygoing, which is great if you find the right guy. Yeah. But it's not great if the guy's half in, half out. We've quoted Tracy McMillan before. She wrote a book about this. But she said, you don't have to make it easy or convenient to date you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's a sort of a fine line, of course. You don't want to be totally high maintenance and a pain in the ass. But... I do feel like there's there is a slight theme again. It's not the main theme, but it's probably like fifth on the list of women who are like, am I being too hands off? Mm. And I I think there is a connection of guys mm. being like, yeah, you know, I like you. That's fine. Yeah, sure. This Thursday, great. That's the thing. And and honestly, I I've kind of maligned this guy. I I, I he might be a perfectly fine guy. Yeah. I, and he's German, so that adds to the kind of you know. Lack of <laughs> effusiveness, possibly. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's true, I think. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Well, I don't like to stereotype, but I, I will say that most guys, in my opinion, certainly me and most guys I know, if they're really into somebody, they will not be scared away by that person amping up the emotional effusiveness. Mm. They're going to be more, they're like, yes. I have this. This is good. And if they're, you're not getting it back, at least equally, there's a problem. If that's your question, yeah. what did you do wrong? I think that's, yeah. it's not wrong. I mean, there wasn't any malice in it, but I think your relationship style is a little too easygoing if what you're looking for is a reciprocal partner, like a life partner, or even like a four-year partner. And, and just to tack on to that, I feel like even that advice is only applicable, applicable, applicable? Either one, I think. Well, how do you say it over there? I mean, you're from the applicable, I think. Applicable, applicable. (laughs) Vitamins. (laughs) Schedule. Schedule. (laughs) Nice. I knew that was coming next. (laughs) I mean, it's always the next one. But I feel like even that take that Andy has, like, or that we both have, which is like that maybe you are a little too easygoing, really specifically applies to if and when. You date this kind of person because I I'm hesitant to be like, you're too chill because I think that that's fantastic. Like you seem like a lovely person that I would want to spend time with. You know what I mean? And so I'm hesitant to be like, yeah, be more aggressive and have that talk sooner or whatever. It's just that sometimes the stars align in a way where he was going to ride this out and you're a little too chill and the two of you came together and then that's that's what was always going to happen. Do you know what I mean? No. But you could yeah. meet someone who's your perfect match and the way you are is perfect with him. Yeah. And I think my way of trying to, instead of my own, not me expressing emotions, but trying to sort of amp up that emotional connection was to, for example, to do things like introduce him to my sister who he knew I was, I mean, I'm extremely close with my sister. Mm-hmm. It's like we speak every day. Um, and I spoke about her coming to visit for weeks. And so to me, asking him if he wanted to meet her was like a sign of this is, you know, something yeah. big. Um, I don't think that made it through. I don't think that message was sent. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that one didn't land fully. <laughs> no. He might, but he might, his love language might be words of affirmation. You know, maybe he, the, you're showing him a lot of things that would suggest yeah. you were into him, but you weren't telling him. 
And again, I'm not putting all the onus on you. It no, sounds like I'm like, it's your job to convince a man that you love him. That's completely not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that men are softies. Like they, they may be all tough and stuff, but really when it comes down to it, they're softer than women. They really are. They break easier. And if a guy is really into you and you tell him just something sweet and you show that you care, he's going to melt. He's going to be more into it. And if he's not into you and he's just treating you like a side piece or whatever, he's going to run away. So you win either way. Hmm. That's it. It's a sur- surprising turn that that just went into. Yeah. <laughs> That's not what I was expecting you to say, but I, it's not untrue, I suppose. Siobhan, oh God, I can't say the name Siobhan without thinking of succession. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Such a great name. I also can't say the name Siobhan without thinking how weird the spelling of the name Siobhan is. <laughs> Every time I say it, I'm like, no, that's not Siobhan. Yeah. It's, it's Siobhan. <laughs> it throws Siobhan. a lot of people, yeah. yeah. So, Siobhan, is this what you were expecting us to say? I'm just curious. Sort of. I mean, it's. I've been reflecting a lot on this, but it's obviously hard for me to come to any new conclusions. So it's really nice to hear from your perspective. And especially, I think I've only really asked my, my sisters their opinions, so it's nice to hear from um, not even just like non people not related to me, but people who I've never met before. But I think you made some very good points that I had not reflected on prior. Specifically, I think I've been thinking more and more about how I operate in relationships or in Mm -hmm. dating situations. And I think like specifically what you were saying, Andy, that very much falls in line with that topic. So yeah, some of what you said was surprising, but in a good way. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Good. <laughs> that was a very roundabout answer, but <laughs> you're right at home here, Siobhan. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, like I said, I, I don't think this is the most satisfying answer of all time, but at the end of the day, you don't want to be with someone who doesn't want to be with you. Like you yourself said, at the two month mark, the fact that you weren't even sure, maybe you should put a little more stock in that. Mm. I want you to t- talk to us about y- how you feel about Dear Shani the way you would talk to a guy that you really love. What? <laughs> Go ahead. Let's hear it. No, I can't. I'm just can't do it. Can't do it. Doesn't love Dear Shandy. Doesn't have any feelings <laughs> oh, for no, Dear Shandy. I do. I do. Yeah, she's been li- can't say it. She's been living in the UK too long. They're not effusive. Tell us how much you love us. <laughs> okay, don't do Or I'm too. leaving. That's it. I really do, though. I've listened every day since it started, or every week. I, I don't, there's no passion in this. <laughs> okay. okay. No, but it's, it's true. I've been told by a lot of people that I'm very chill to the point where I'm hard to read. It's like, my emotional register is not, like, I'm, I'm generally like this, um, for better or for worse. So, you're not wrong. I do want to wrap, but what you just said is interesting, because mm. if you're dating you, and I get it. I'm not putting this on you, but it's just yeah. something it's just something to think about. If you're dating you and, you know, in your mind, you're like, how could you think that we were having the same experience here? But if you are not really that emotive or like like you, you're you, as you just described, that's all yeah. I'm saying. You know, you can see how maybe someone on the other side is like, oh, I thought we were at the same level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. OK, Siobhan, I hope that was helpful. It was oh, yeah. fun. Definitely. It was fun chatting with you. Yeah, Sorry it was if it really wasn't nice. satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, definitely. It's it's good to like talk it out too. So yeah. Definitely. Okay. Well, thank you for staying up late to chat oh, no. with us. And, no, thank you so much. Yeah. And and we forgive you for not being more effusive about loving us. It's okay. <laughs> I know you love us. It's in here. If it doesn't come out here, it's still... <laughs> she dated a German for six months. Okay, what do you no, expect? No, she... <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, Siobhan, thank you so much for calling and keep us posted if there's any happenings. Yeah. Thanks. Okay, sure. have luck. a great night. Bye. Bye. Uh, huh. huh. <laughs> okay, first of all, I really liked her. I did too. I already have someone who lives in London who I want to set up to be friends with her, like a friend set up. Like, mm-hmm. Good. Like female platonic friends. Nice. Like I, I really like her yeah. and her vibe. And I really want to stress what I said, which is that her level of chillness and non-effusiveness and maybe, you know, keeping it up in, up here and not necessarily spewing it out could be the perfect match for someone or someone could be the perfect match for sure. her based on that. And so I, I hope the gist wasn't change the way you are. You know, at first I kind of felt like this is one of those he's cheating on you questions. Mm-hmm. And I realized like that's irrelevant, whether he's cheating on her yeah. or he wasn't seeing anyone else, but really kind of had his eyes set on something else or was distracted by his acting career or <laughs> whatever it was. The guy being a villain is not the issue here. I don't even think he's necessarily a villain at all. Totally. And I think it's interesting that neither of us took it in that direction, by the way, even when we discovered that he didn't spend weekends, weekends with her, yeah. I thought... At the beginning, I was like, oh, my God, what a golden nugget you just dug up. But actually, I think it's almost irrelevant. It's less important. It's still important. Yeah. I still put weight on that. But it's less important now that we kind of understand the way she her love language, which is kind of just not in the language department. Yeah, there's a lot of showing. Yeah. I think it's interesting that six months in, they're seeing each other two, she said, two times a week or so. It's like it's kind of here. It's neither here nor there. Yeah, it's it's the kind of amount of time, both in terms of like weekly seeings, (laughs) weekly hangs and months seeing each other where it almost it was meant to come to this head. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And thank God she brought it up then and not any later. It would have kept going on. Yeah. On and on and on and on. Yeah. But it's that kind of middle ground where you're like, if they saw each other once a week, I'd be like, oh, this was never going to go anywhere. And if they saw each other three, four times a week, I'd be like, and you never said I love you. You know what I mean? It's in that sort of middle, like no man's land where it could really go either way. And so that's also why I don't really want to vilify the guy. I think he was, I'm not saying this is the way men should be. No. But I don't think he's an anomaly. No. For just sort of being like, yeah, I enjoy your company. It, this he's- is not about the guy. This guy is a, this is a run of the mill guy. He's a guy who's like, look, this run is a mill actor guy. Yeah, he's an actor. <laughs> well, that's I'm going to let that go for now. But he's just like this school girl is cool. We could. I would like. To, I would have. If we're having dinner with Siobhan tonight, I'd be psyched. I want to yeah, hang yeah. out with Siobhan. Yeah, she's she cool. seems cool. Chill, relaxed, like no awkwardness, like very cool girl. He's like, why wouldn't you want to hang out with her? Mm-hmm. And even if you were like, I'm, I don't know if I want to make this my life partner. What would be the incentive for you to stop hanging out with her? Unless you're one of those guys, which is, by the way, like one out of 50. Yeah, who's, who's like, like a, a, I yeah. do not see the rest of my life with this woman. Therefore, I am going to let her go right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's you true. Know, how many noblemen are there like that? <laughs> so so it's not him. I I believe that I do she think he allowed, led her on a bit. Yeah, sure. He's not totally innocent. But but then again, I, her way, her love language is is not for me at least, is not the kind of love language that makes a guy feel passion. Guys all want to be cuddled and told nice things and have the woman tell them, you know, oh, you're so sweet and I just love you and mm. blah, blah, blah. They all want that. They deep, really deep do. Down. They really do. They don't want it from someone they don't like. Mm. That's repulsion. And they're like, ooh. Stay away. Yeah, but but 
They want that and they need that. Without that component, most men, and again, I'm speaking for most men, there yeah, are some guys who don't care a, well, at all. There's always, I mean, then becomes all about caveats. There's exceptions to everything we say. I'm trying to speak for complete humans. Mm-hmm. The best kind of full human I can think of. Yeah. I don't want to talk about the fringes yeah. because they could be problematic in their own way. But guys generally want that. They want emotional giving. The they want it. They want to be nurtured. They basically want to have their mom and their girlfriend at the same time. <laughs> and that sounds terrible. But <laughs> no, you know but what I, I mean? I mean, you've told me before about girlfriends you've dated where that was like actually the missing piece for yes. you. And I found that fascinating, honestly. And for how, because you do have an ability to articulate it really well in a mm. way that I think other men may, they may not even have the awareness of it at yeah. all. But you're like, it was missing this like emotional, I don't know, this emotional driving force, this sort of like nurturing nature. And I, I can tell you this, I've had the reverse too. I've had women where all the other things added up, I wasn't that into, but they gave me so much of that mm. that I stuck around longer. Mm. Just for that. I never get over the way you say longer. Longer? Longer. Longer? There's a G. Longer. Like, it's just, it's a waste of time to say the G. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. There's no other word long. I don't longer. know why I get hung up on longer, but I would never say often. It's often. Like, right. why am I getting hung yeah, up long, on that concept? Longer is the same category as often. <laughs> you're, you're basically telling me to say longer in, in an annoying way. <laughs> okay, in I don't know. In a longer way. <laughs> Longer. Yeah, the takes, that's a whole extra like tenth of a second. You might be burning like a tenth of a calorie by saying longer instead of yeah. longer. I'm gonna die <laughs> younger because I added the hard G in those words. Okay, and that was an interesting one. Very nuanced. This yeah. one. Yeah, very nuanced. This I was mean, not. This was not black and white. No, this, and this was not a slam dunk. Like, we here's the other thing: is we could be way off base. He could be a lying scumbag actor guy. <laughs> I just can't leave actor out. It's so not it's, fair. It's, it's not fair. It's not fair. But there you are know, good actors out no, there. No, and they're in good people who are actors. It's just, it suggests, okay, I'll put it this way. And I say this as someone in the performing arts, by the way, so I'm allowed to say this. Okay. But it suggests a slight vanity and into your selfness. Yeah, selfishness. <laughs> There's a word for that. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, there is a certain... I dated an actor for yeah. I also dated a, a while. Yeah. And yeah, there's just like a degree of like you need to be. You need to be a little bit of a ham to be an actor. You just do. Yeah. And I know I'm not saying this in a critical way. It just But you also like attention from many people. Well, so that's interesting that you touch on that. I think that this was just never meant to be, honestly. I agree. This one. I think she shouldn't be upset at all about the fact that it ended. No. I think this is a perfect study for what she may be should start thinking about doing in relationships to avoid this with someone who she really should be with. 100%. I totally agree because it's almost like he was like a a test run. It was like a trial. If and when she meets someone she is really excited about, that two-month mark is the perfect time to bring it up. She was right to bring it up. She didn't do anything wrong there. But she should also see if he does balk at the title. I, that title stuff just grinds my gears. Yeah. Boy, we're not seeing anyone else, but we're not boyfriend, girlfriend. Yeah. What is that then? What? Then why, Then how do you define boyfriend, girlfriend? Then we just get into like, you know, semantics. It's literally a loophole. Yeah. Men use it as a loophole. Yeah. You can, you can, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's, it's 
it's like Clinton saying, you know, I did not have sexual relationships with that woman. But I like did get- he did did not technically have sex with that woman. Yeah. I think that's what he was trying to get at. But he was just twisting the words to make it sound like, like I didn't have sexual relations with that woman. Mm. Meaning I had things with her, but they weren't considered <laughs> sexual relations. They were, they were just oral sex. Yeah, yeah. He didn't count <laughs> And I that. just received. <laughs> exactly. I was just sitting there. I didn't have I it. was trying to run the planet. And suddenly, I don't know what's going on. And it just A happened. mouth ended up yeah, on my dick. It just fell on me. <laughs> I mean, I do think that men rely on loopholes, period. Yeah. So I think that uh, she can just, you know, make a couple of tweaks in mm-hmm. the way she and or not, gives her feelings and or, that's it. Or not. Because or I, not. like I said, I think that the right guy for her, that they maybe have the perfect amount of effusiveness yeah. for each other. And maybe the right guy will come along and make it so easy for her that she doesn't have to do the work. Right. Yes. Oh, I'm giving you so many good reactions yeah. today. <laughs> That's I, not the sound of a book. Wait. Uh, it's not as such. No, it needs to be more like talk. It needs to be like you talk. You do it then. Oh, nice. <laughs> I didn't think you were going to do I that. I didn't even know where that came that from. Perfect. Yeah. Now I know from now on, every time I do the baseball home run sound, you, you do the sound. Oh, okay. I don't do the sound. Okay. I, but like I'm going to do it a lot. Wait, so, so am I a ventriloquist then? Wait, you just, when you see me going into a, a swing okay. to hit a baseball, you get ready right. for that sound. Okay. And don't do it early. Do it when I hit the ball, right in the middle. <laughs> it's important. I can't wait. Yeah. No, but what you just said was a really good point, is that maybe with a different person, at the two-month mark, she wouldn't be wondering how she even feels about it either. It no. would be easy to be more yes. abusive. It would be easy to say you love them within the first six months and to spend weekends with them. <laughs> the fact of the matter is, it's possible that after this call, she really doesn't have to do anything. I. She can just be the same lovely person honestly, that she is. Because I really liked her yeah. so much. That's the one I'm leaning into. Yeah, I agree. All I'm saying yeah, is... Yeah, no, I agree. I know what you're saying. We all know what you're saying. Yeah. If there, if we had to give any feedback, which yeah. we're hesitant to even give because she was so lovely. Yeah, it's like you buy a car and the guy's like, listen, you know, I can I can get you a spoiler on the back and leather bucket seats. It's only like an extra 2,000 bucks. But, you know, you don't have to do it. And you're like, well... That might make my life a little better. Maybe, but not necessarily. Yeah, but I can still did you say have leather a car seats? that works and I won't even, I won't know. Like, it's not like I'm going to, every day I'm driving, I'm like, man, leather bucket seats would be amazing or a spoiler would be great. I'm not going to be thinking about it. It's just not there. It's not important. Mm-hmm. I have the car. It drives. It's the car I wanted. I'm good. And, and may- maybe that car will get me to the place I need to go. And I certainly am not going to get to that place without, um, you know, the leather bucket seats. <laughs> Wait, you are not going to get there with her? No, I'm not going to not get to that place. <laughs> I, I forgot a double negative. Screwed that up. Well, it could even be that maybe you're driving and it's a hot summer day and you're like, shit, yeah. why did I get these leather bucket seats? Like, nice. this actually, this car isn't even right for me. I should have left it the way it was. You're absolutely right. No one likes. And what if you're, what if you just come from like the beach? And you, you have to change in the car and you're like naked and you're sitting on a, you're sweating. It's like 90 degrees. You're sticking and, oh, to the and leather. And then when you move, your your thighs go. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then when you sit back down, you have to sit in the cold sweat of your pre- previous oh, sticky legs. There's situation. a lot of issues with leather that you sit on. Yeah. 
It really is not necessarily meant to be sat on. And that, I think, is where we need to conclude is that <laughs> leather seats are not always the right way to go. And Siobhan very possibly does not need to make any changes to no. herself or dating style. She has a beautiful, perfectly good working car mm-hmm. that I think is going to get to the place she needs to go. Yes. But if she wants to get leather bucket seats, it might be a slightly more <laughs> enjoyable ride. Or she might decide to go places that she wasn't going to go had she not had the leather bucket seats, just what she's more into her car. <laughs> I don't even know what leather This one was going to be short and now we yeah, It's like a nine hour wrap up. Well, I'll say this. If it happened again to her, a similar scenario, like a six month similar scenario, then maybe it would be like, oh, maybe I should invest in some leather bucket seats. Yeah. Why are they called bucket seats? I think it's because it's like it goes down and like it's like a you're sitting in, in like it's kind of like. Really? It's kind of like. Do you have any idea what you're talking about? No, right I now? honestly don't know what a bucket seat is. <laughs> Okay, the Shandies will tell us because they tell us everything. Yeah. My credibility on this analogy is now ruined, <laughs> thanks to you. But not in your advice. No. You came through with some real like man perspective today. Yeah, there was a lot of man perspective there. Kind of shocking in some was ways. Was it really? What was the shocking one? It, it was just really honest. It was super honest. I, I think the shock factor, and I'm not super surprised by this because obviously we've been together for a while, but just the how, how what softies men are and... Yeah what suckers they are for verbal affirmation and yeah. verbal yeah verbal affirmation and you know just general effusiveness whether or not they even give it i do think men like it more than they let on yeah. if they like the girl well that's the thing they like it if they like it mm-hmm. it's bad advice to give because the fact of the matter is it can repel as much as it can attract well, but here's if the, the guy's thing. not into it if he's not into you the more you become effusive emotionally, the more he's going to be Yeah, but revolted. here's the thing. Wouldn't you rather repel him yes, sooner? Yes, but that's why I gave the okay, advice. Okay. It's what you can't lose. <laughs> <laughs> we need to wrap this yeah, one. it's over. <laughs> we get it. We came full circle there. That's it. If you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we will ask of you. And that is to... Like. Subscribe. Subscribe. Hit the notification bell. Subscribe. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Leave us Apple and Spotify podcast ratings and reviews. And tell your friends and generally do all the things that you would do to support a podcast you enjoy. Please. Thank Thank you you so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy. Bye bye. Dear Shandy.